What the Hair, a Tangled podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about In Like Blood, the seventh episode of Tangled the Series. I'm Candace, and with me is my co-host Krista. Hey, Krista. Hey. So we get a Eugene and King Frederick like buddy cop uh, partnership movie TV episode. (laughs) I was so excited the moment I saw the synopsis for this episode. I was like, oh my god, the king is recruiting Eugene to pull off a prank. It opens with a royal prank being pulled on King Frederick from the neighboring kingdom of Dos Equis, which is another beer term. I thought it was Castle Equus. Oh, maybe that's Did another one. Equus? I thought they said it Equus. It is Equus. Dos Equis is another one. <laughs> that was probably still another joke. But no, every time they said Castle Equus, I just had this flashback to that old play that Daniel Radcliffe was in with the horses and he's nude. <laughs> yeah, it's not Dos, Dos Equis because that would be way too much on. Okay. So there is a prank pulled on King Frederick's statue by Equus, the nearby kingdom. And we find out that Frederick and the king over there, Trevor, are old-time rivals. And Frederick wants to pull a prank back. On the other side, Rapunzel has no idea what a prank is. She really doesn't. No. She still doesn't after Cassandra explains it. It takes a whole episode for her to, like, slightly figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because Rapunzel's like, I don't understand. And nobody would find this funny, you know, defacing the statue. But behind her, Eugene is laughing. She actually says, like, only an idiot or someone dumb would find this funny. And then immediately he starts laughing and she just pulls this face like, oh, crap. This is the man I love. And beforehand, like, Eugene is worried that the king doesn't take him seriously. And Cassandra does not help him with that at all. She does not. She just fuels his insecurity. But to be fair, she's kind of right. (laughs) Yeah. Eugene finds out that whenever the king says, I'll take that into advisement, he means (laughs) ignore. And yeah, Rapunzel's trying to like comfort him. But like Cassandra's in the background, shaking her head, nodding her head, contradicting everything. And I just laugh every time. Early on in the episode, Eugene was trying to give an idea to the king that he thought was really great. He tried to get a high five out of him and the king just like would not do it. And that joke continues throughout the episode, which (laughs) I thought it got funnier as it went along. You you realize some of the things behind it. So yeah, the captain of the guard is talking to King Frederick and they're like, no one has got into Equus except one man. And who does it happen to be but the man whistling down the hall? And he's like, you talking about me? It was great. I mean, the moment they're like, only one man, and you're like, yep, and then he starts whistling. You're like, it's it's Eugene. I just love that he's like nonchalantly walking around the castle like he owns the place. I mean, he doesn't have a day job except for like occasional t- guest spots. So I guess that's all he has to do is just like whistle around the castle all day. Yeah. And, and he steps re- in. Yeah, he's really excited that he's finally gonna prove to the king that he's more than a two-bit thief and rapunzel's like by thieving well he is excited until he realizes the king is coming with him yes and i really like this episode because it shows us more of the king and kind of humanizes him so cassandra is trying to explain what pranks are to rapunzel 
And Cass is like, they're like bad jokes that only the person who tells them laughs. And Rapunzel goes, oh, like the ones my father says. <laughs> so like King Frederick is just like a dad telling dad jokes, we find out. Yeah, he's very, uh, King Frederick is very happy with his tailored um, sneaking around outfit. I actually really thought that outfit was very becoming and rather slimming, as he did say. <laughs> um, it did make him look more formidable than just like his yeah. king outfit. And it did look like he could handle, like he, that he was tougher. He could handle going on an adventure, which we learn is like not at all. Um, and we also discovered that it wasn't that the king was snubbing Eugene with the high five. He literally doesn't know what a high five is, <laughs> like how it works. He's yeah. like, a pie. And then he doesn't do the high five. Just like confusion. Confusion. It was great. Yeah. So yeah, the king wants to do the plan his way, even though like he invited Eugene because he knows how to get inside the castle. Yeah, um, and then doesn't follow any of his directions. And so the whole time, Eugene is like babysitting the king, trying to keep him from like getting hurt or getting caught. And the whole time the king is like, why aren't you following my directions? <laughs> Yeah, and I was just reminded of, like, that office um, cold opening of them jumping around yelling parkour. Because <laughs> that's what it made me think of, because the king's, like, trying to do all these, like, cool things, but they don't look very cool. And they don't help out at all. Oh, yeah. something interesting that I found was, like, Eugene's, like, straight up saying, like, he's his future father-in-law. Yes. I'm like, boy, you're not even engaged yet. <laughs> when we know they're going to end up together. And the whole time he's just like, I love Rapunzel. I love Rapunzel. I love Rapunzel. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. Yeah. Because he's at his wit's end. And it gets even worse because by the time they get in, Eugene thinks they're going to steal the royal seal. <laughs> Which technically, that is what they're going for. But it's an actual marine animal seal. An actual giant seal. And it was I'm adorable. Just like, the king neglected to mention that they're going to have to smuggle this giant seal out of a heavily guarded palace. Yeah, that seal um, was big for even a seal. You know, like, how did he think they were going to carry it out? I mean, like, if only they had had a wheelbarrow, that would be yeah. something. Oh, come on, a princess bride quote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. When I had that in my notes. I was ready. I was oh, prepared. So proud. I winked at you. I'm so proud. Mm, I'm disappointed in you. It's nearly 9.30 when we're <laughs> recording where I am. All right. Fine, fine. I'll let it pass this time. But next time, oh, you, you better pick up on my Princess Bride quotes. or As you wish. Thank you. Anyway, so yeah. So they have no way to carry out this giant heavy seal and then instead of trying to figure that out with Eugene, the king is like gleefully drawing on his rival's painting like a five-year-old. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And of course they get caught. Of course. And of course. Trevor. Oh, we found out the seal's name is Trevor Jr. And he's very sad. Yeah, he doesn't seem to like the king trevor very much which i'm not surprised because that guy is terrible yeah he's actually played by bradley whitford if you know him from like the west <gasps> wing oh my god really that makes so much sense now it makes so much sense now right yeah he 
He's in uh, so much stuff. So he's from the West Wing. He is Jake Peralta's father in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I will relate everything back to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He has been in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Billy Madison, The Mentalist. If you see his face, you would know him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, as Josh in the West Wing, even though, like, he was mostly a good guy, he could be a real jerk on that show, even as someone who was, like, not bad. And so, oh, yeah, he could, he did very well at doing the annoying voice for this king who's, like, a giant jerk. Yeah, and I feel like they let him go ham with it. And oh, yeah. he really embraced it because I've heard him do other voice acting in the past. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's been like quite subdued, but like this one is so exaggerated and animated, literally. And it works so well. He is just like this dramatic king who is going to make um, Fedrick walk around in nothing but a jester hat back to Corona. Which, I don't know, that's not a proclamation of war, what is. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know, he he just really annoyed me. So I was really, like, rooting them on to, like, get him real good. Yeah, and so after that, they're, they're in the dungeon. He puts them in the dungeon. And they have this really great heart-to-heart where, mm-hmm. you know, Eugene talks about his insecurities. Where he doesn't think his future father-in-law, you know, likes him or takes him serious. And the king's like, you brought my daughter back to me after all these years. Like, if there's one person I take seriously, it's you, son. He like yeah. calls him son. It was I think so sweet. And you just have to, okay, Candace is making it sad again. Oh, God. It's a special segment. Eugene is an orphan. He's never had parents. And you know, probably as a young boy, he really longed for a father figure. <laughs> so... I think even when, like, Rapunzel was getting parents, Eugene was getting parents, too. We seriously need, like, special music to play when you do these little things. <laughs> so Candace violin. makes it sad. <laughs> Remix. Drop a beat. Please work on that. I, I need that for uh, our next episode. Because you do this every time. I know. I'm so sorry. But I, I just want to sad. enjoy these beautiful heart-to-hearts in this cute little kids show and you're like let's take it to a dark place take it to a very dark place he was an orphan in an orphanage okay but candace every disney character except for rapunzel is an orphan <laughs> practically yeah moana has Cass is an orphan okay but pretty much all of them well no Cass has her father so she was adopted so yeah she but was, she an, was orphan. an orphan before she was adopted yeah but she was like still had a parent in her life at all times mostly that we know of (laughs) (laughs) um okay moving on so uh eventually they get out of the dungeon because they finally do it eugene's way finally in lake flynn and oh my gosh it was great so they set up king trevor and Eugene finally gets his high five from the king. Um, and it was just so great. So the king, King Trevor, falls down his own trap door. And then Trevor Jr., the seal, is clapping after he falls down <laughs> the hole and is so happy. He's just like gleefully clapping. And I had to rewind it, but the king is yelling from the pit 
Trevor Jr., are you clapping? <laughs> Those are better be claps of sorrow. And I just lost it. I lost it. Oh, God, I love it so much. It's so good. It's so good. And yeah, Bradley just like, he owns it. That performance. It's amazing. Oh, okay. Can, can we quick backtrack to a couple of Rapunzel? Oh, yes. Um, the whole B plot of this episode is Rapunzel trying to pull a prank properly. And she is not getting it at all. But she's ending up, she's somehow able to be super creepy without meaning to. So I love the random scene where like the Corona guards are arguing about quiche. Like, you know, if you bring quiche to like a work event, you gotta make sure there's enough for everybody. And I'm just like, what is the scene? Like, why, why do they keep I talking they about just ad-libbed about it? I wonder if they did. And then all of a sudden she just jumps out of the thing with knives. And it turns out it's because she cleaned them all for them. But they're freaked out. I think the one guy actually faints. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Pete faints. And then the next one, which I love even more. And again, she's just super creepy about it. Is that she like scares Max. But yeah, then- she lures him into an empty bar. Yeah, like but a then creeper. It's full of apples, full of apples, and the scene is beautiful. It's just Max frolicking amongst <laughs> yeah. all the apples, and he's just like chomping away. Like it was so hilarious. He's neighing with happiness, just so like yeah, happy. He's so happy. Um, she keeps going gotcha, gotcha. Like that's her new catchphrase. You've been Rapunzel. <laughs> and Cass is like, nope. <laughs> Just like saying, nope, that's not it. And I think her first prank was that she tucked uh, Pascal in and was like, he's going to be so well rested. You won't know what hit him. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. Can you do that for me? I would love that. Yeah, yeah. I would love to be tucked in a few times, you know? Let me sleep. Um, and then at the end of the episode, so the end of that plot is... uh. You know, she paints the entire gateway or, or gate to the the kingdom. And then her dad's like, okay, but now you got to clean it up. And Cass is making fun of her until Rapunzel's like, oh, no, no, I'm not cleaning it up. You are. And just walks off. And, like, her, and Cass is like got her shoulders hunched down. And she's just like. So pissed. So I know. Mad. I was like, oh, Rapunzel, watch your watch it <laughs> and then of course it's rapunzel so she would never actually do that so she's like you got rapunzel yeah so that was great and um, Cass is like i got rapunzel <laughs> she admits it which is probably good i wondered if part of her's like you know what let me just admit it because otherwise she will keep going on and on mm-hmm. with this stuff yeah i mean um, yeah they both suffer though <laughs> they both have to clean it up Right, but then Eugene pops over and just starts helping him. And, like, he mm-hmm. he had a long day with the king and was in a dungeon. Um, oh, but we we haven't addressed the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Is that, A, they they really pranked uh, the King Trevor. Yes. But most importantly, um, they rescued the seal and they released him into the ocean. And he's and just, he- like, so free and happy. He jumped up in the air, free Willy style. It was just like, yeah, was like smiling. smiling. I was so happy because like they came back and they didn't have him. I was like, they better not have left Trevor Jr. there. I will be so mad. No, nope. they did the best thing for that seal. 
and let he him did. be free in the water. Free Trevor. Free Trevor? Yes. Free Except Trevor. Free Willie. Free Trevor Jr. <laughs> Who cares about King Trevor? Yeah, overall, a funny episode with some heart-filled moments. Yes. And I think, like, we do see the King and Eugene's relationship kind of change in the next few episodes. There's more trust. Mm -hmm. At least in, like, a few episodes coming up. So, yeah, and maybe what happens in season two. We'll just see. We'll just see. But, like, I feel like, again, like, he had this turning – Eugene had a turning point with Cassandra and Cassandra versus Eugene – and then he has like this turning point with Frederick, which I think is good, especially since we do know Rapunzel and Eugene get married. Spoilers. Spoilers for a short film that's been out for like a decade. And they allude to it at the end of the Tangled movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, too. Yeah. For the actual movie they're in. Okay. But the most, I have a really important question about their relationship going far forward. And I mean, the King and Eugene's relationship. Does Eugene get any more high fives from the king? I do not remember, but I do think someone else high fives the king. <gasps> Excellent. Three. I love that you know that somehow. I know. I don't know why I'm thinking about this. But yeah, I'm going to wait for that episode and then I'm going to be like, you spoiled this for me. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. We also do get to see Lance later on interact with both the Queen and King. That should be interesting. It always is. But yeah, we want to know, what did you think of N Like Flynn? Are you are you on Team Free Trevor Jr.? Join us. <laughs> we'll make a hashtag. <laughs> free the fictional animated seal who's already been freed. Okay, I'm sorry. If any of our listeners are not on Team Free Trevor Jr., then I don't like you. And uh, don't listen to our podcast. Oh, wow, Krista. Well, who's going to leave? Who's going to leave that poor seal with the King Trevor, who's like just a terrible person? Like, come on. That's Nobody's that true. heartless. That's very true. I think that's it for today. Yeah. So you can find us at thegeekywaffle.com, geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, the geeky waffle everywhere else. You can find me on Twitter at Candace is a geek. Krista, where can they find you on Twitter? I'm at Krista Geeks Out. And as Rapunzel says, we hope you have the best day ever.